0: Hey everybody and welcome to That Podcast. I'm Pastor DJ Lura and with me as always is Sarah DeYoung, Dana Mashevsky and Pastor Paul Cross is joining us today.
1: Because I am not... Boy, they really like you there. They must. It's long... Because I am not with you as
0: always. (laughs) Oh, as always, in spirit, if not in mind. There you go. You know, after the
2: the intro was playing, I started to look at Dana like she was, because she's sitting in Ryan's spot. I was like, ready for you to do the (laughs) intro. (laughs) This is why I looked at the table. I was like, no one make eye contact. Don't make eye contact.
3: There you go. I'm not starting
2: this. (laughs)
0: Well, I'm using this as an excuse, uh, this ongoing injury of mine that's almost 99% healed, that turning to the left and the right was a problem, so I like sitting across and seeing everybody. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you haven't noticed, uh, our, our fearless friend, uh, Ryan Janke is not here, but he is here. Um, you can't see this, but we have like a, a cardboard cutout with Ryan's face leering down right behind Pastor Cross. So wow. Leering. You got to be careful about what we say and do. You know, look at that look in his eye. Just trouble. <laughs>
2: <laughs> kind of reminds me of a uh, that scene in Dodgeball. Yes, when they get the like cutouts of oh. what's his name, yeah. and he sends them everywhere, and then it's just like secret recording. <laughs> Do the eyes follow you when he puts <laughs> on his shiny shoes.
1: It's yeah. those eyes over there that keep following you, right there. Well, those two, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: A, the, We have a lot of random. This is the like in we this room.
3: <laughs> we have, like put the cutouts. Yeah. they just <laughs> like put us
0: they just put us in the storage
3: room
2: that could be. that's <laughs> where
0: we're allowed to do stuff well how is everybody good doing yeah. well mm-hmm. so it's someone's special day today Dana's Woo-hoo. birthday is, is today yes really excited for it do you have any birthday plans
3: she's uh. 23 <laughs> no <I'm> not
1: <laughs> yes, so uh, if I'm, you if you run into Dana today say I, I guess you're 23 just, just say that to her that'll
0: work
3: yeah. It will work. Uh, <laughs> it will work. Yeah, it will. Uh, we're going to sushi tonight.
0: Wonderful. wonderful. What's your favorite place for sushi?
3: Izumi's. Mm. So.
0: Izumi is the best. Mm-hmm. Yes.
3: Doing that. Might do some other things. I don't know. I don't plan anything. I just let people who <laughs> are planners tell me what to do. Nice. Even when it's my birthday. It just tell me where to be. <laughs> I'll like, show I'll up. I'll do whatever you want.
0: <laughs> well, and just. so is that it? I mean, do you like sushi or is this some, a new experience yeah, for you? No,
3: I love sushi. Nice.
0: Have you been to any other places like Kobe or Samurai? Is Samurai any good? I've never been there.
3: I don't I know I've been there. I don't remember what I thought of it either okay. way. Okay.
0: Yeah, it's it's kinda like um like Mexican food Pastor across. You gotta find a good place uh, are there any any places in town that you really oh, like? in
1: that way is like I was going to say sushi and Mexico are nothing. Well, right. you don't want to mix them together. No, <laughs> no, uh, yes. no. There's uh, the, the closest thing is ceviche, but that's not even close. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, I, what I mean is there's there's good there's good food and then there's not so good food. And I know for for me and my family finding a really good Mexican restaurant, we found a couple in Fargo. Uh, but knowing your background and where you've been in the country, correct? What would you say is a is, is a uh, a Mexican restaurant or some other restaurant, maybe a steak restaurant that you really like in town.
1: Well, uh, you know, I, this is going to sound very strange, but um, as far as steak restaurants go, uh, there there's nothing wrong with the Texas Roadhouse. It's kind of this. You know, don't get this the wrong way. It's the McDonald's of steakhouses. <laughs> and I'll, I'll tell you what I mean by that.
2: They have the best buns, though. <laughs>
1: the, the, the buns it, and cinnamon butter. It's the no. butter, though. Yeah. No, no, listen, That's all you need. Listen, listen, listen what I mean by the McDonald's of steakhouses. When you go into McDonald's, I don't care where it's at, you will have a consistent experience. It will be the same here in Fargo as it will be in Brooklyn, New York. It will be the identical experience. And that's true about the Texas Roadhouse. Uh, I love the steaks. The steaks are very tasty there. And actually, uh, with the price of beef going up, it takes a lot to, uh, uh, you know, actually print new menus. And so you've been getting kind of a deal lately <laughs> on steak. There. It's, been, it's true. Uh, uh, you know, it's not
0: uh, etched out with like a black marker. <laughs> no, they haven't done that
1: yet. Little uh, stickers. So I, I, I do appreciate the the uh, this above said texas roadhouse although i i must say uh dr paul's chop house still produces a better ribeye than just any place in town uh there's no question about that
0: this episode of that podcast brought to you by Dr. Paul's
1: <laughs> Chop House. You'll Chop need to House. call
0: the office to see the
2: hours for that restaurant. But
1: <laughs> no. By invitation only.
3: Oh. There um, is no menu. You okay. get. What yep, you that's get.
1: right. <laughs> and don't have a fit. <laughs> uh, and and as far as Mexican restaurants in town, of course, uh, Plaza Azteca really is kind of the, the 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 class of the crop here. Yes, it is. Um, you know, mangoes is, is pretty good and 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 not bad. But uh, what, what's that? Uh, uh, Casa Mexico is that the one there across from the Sam's Club there? That's yes, not, it's not too bad either. But
0: that's our personal favorite.
1: But again, again, all is perspective. Yeah. Uh, being from um, uh, Seguin uh, recently, uh, they have um, what I, we have. A, most places have you know like a pub crawl and so forth. We've advocated for a breakfast taco c- crawl in um uh, in, in Seguin, uh, uh but it would be good uh there there are there no less than 30 taquerias in a town of twenty six thousand. so wow yeah, that's
3: absolutely. a
1: lot it is a lot mm-hmm. but, well you know fairly substantial hispanic population there i would say it's like
0: the starbucks uh, of of Seguin.
3: <laughs> one on every corner <laughs> yeah.
1: there are a lot of them and and uh uh, uh yes indeed um so uh we we we, we do love them um Hacienda, El Ovida Hacienda, of course, the shout-out is the best place in town for Seguin, go. Texas, but that's not that's a long way. That'd be a, that'd be quite a road trip. We should do that some... You know what we need to do? Actually, what we need to do is this. Uh, we need to take a road trip to uh, New Braunfels in, uh, uh, during Worst Fest, and then we can go sample all the uh, taquerias in Seguin, and uh, then we can uh, have uh, Worst Fest and all kinds of good stuff there. Worst Fest is... I think a premier, uh, Oktoberfest type experience, uh, in the United States. So, uh, they have, uh, all kinds of, they, 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 get kinds of good stuff going in there. So I, I'm, I'm a big fan of Worst Fest. You,
0: you have heard it here. The cunning plan has been laid out. I, so I, I, Worst I, Fest, so here we, we come. The, that podcast we podcast
3: kind of like ban. disappear for
1: like a week. I, I think a road trip. Yep. No, no I, I, I've been, see, I've been advocating road trip for that podcast for a long time. And uh, this would be, you know, a case of of a business, a legitimate business expense here.
2: I think that the problem, though, <laughs> Paul, is we've talked about this. Is if we're going to do that, we need to flip one of the vans to be like. A podcast,
1: yeah. Podcast van. Like, uh, yeah. I, I worry that we might literally flip one of the vans because, uh, as I said, we just had them in for service, and and they have seen better days. That's oh a, sadly, uh, sadly, but it's true. But yeah, we could gut one of them and turn it into a podcast deal right there. there. Yeah, absolutely. Put an awning. It'd on only it be definitely.
2: slightly creepy pulling up. You want a, you want a podcast? <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> <laughs> the just swing flat. the door open it's just a small you know table what? It,
0: it, 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 if people saw the mics and saw the setup i think they'd get excited and want to be a I part think of they it would. <laughs> i yeah. think they would i'm on board uh, worst fest here we come when is that
1: worst fest is typically the first uh, it, this is kind of odd it's an october fest type thing but it's typically the the first week and then some it's about 11 days 12 days in uh, in november Okay. Um, so it's early. So we November. got time. We got yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Early November. S-
0: speaking of fest, I don't know if it's still going on today, but I heard yesterday rib fest is going mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. through Saturday. Mm-hmm. I loved, I haven't been there in a long time, but I loved going to rib fest. There would be a reason for that.
1: that it, it was good. I believe it's called COVID, but that's. Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Well, that kind of shut things down, didn't it? <laughs> I, I haven't it been be, to ri- I haven't been have rib, been fest in, rib fest in, well. in about two decades. Two decades? So. <laughs> wow. That okay, would be a long time. Different. That was when I was younger and slimmer and able to eat a lot more ribs than I can now. and. Okay. Keep, keep my girly figure. Um, so do any of you have any plans this summer? Like what what is something that is like a have to for your summer experience to be summer? If September hits and you haven't done this, you're like, what happened to the summer? I missed the whole thing.
3: Celebrate my birthday. Mm. Celebrate your birthday.
0: Mm-hmm. So you're getting it started off right <laughs> yeah. at the get-go. Summer uh, uh, requirements have been accomplished. Yes. Mm-hmm.
3: That's Bye. it. <laughs> I'm good to go.
2: Um, my go to is always for the Fourth of July, a friend group of mine goes down the Ottertail River and then always have to pit stop at Zorbas on the way home.
0: absolutely got to hit Zorbas mm-hmm. on the way back got to get the nachos and pizza mm-hmm. so has the uh that's another thing I haven't done in twenty years. Has the ottertail river like is it much lower than it used to be? Is it much higher? Um, is this it, year it should be pretty high. Last year was
2: terrible okay, because it should was be so low is that there, like you hit
1: points. there's something yeah. we don't know about what's being grown in that valley be Well, high. so
2: this is, I can't say this, ex- I can't give too many details on the air of this, but you know, if you're common folk, you go to the companies, mm-hmm. but if you're in the know, you, you go to a friend's cabin and you get on at a certain spot and then there's another certain spot that you can quick go drive down your other vehicle and. You set yourself up right on private property. I
0: see. Let's so see. so are you one of the local yokels or are you one of the tourists like the rest of us? Oh,
2: local yokel. Okay. Yep.
0: <laughs> got, you, know, you know the people. Yeah. You know the connection. You got to have the
2: inn because that's the best way to experience it. But then you had the spots last year where it was really dry and be like, oh, I can just walk <laughs> because there's yep. just sand. Just pick sand. up the tube and start <laughs> <Yep>. walking. <laughs> it's it's
0: going to be quicker. <laughs> I see.
2: You're like pushing yourself. Yep. Like, we just dig into the sand. <laughs>
0: Oh, that's fun. For me, it's kind of become, um, uh, summer is the time that I get to to spend outside. And mm-hmm. that seems like a special, like, I, I don't know why, but now at, at this point in my life, I see that as a special treat, uh, especially after it's been winter for so long. So going outside, getting the garden planted and doing all that stuff is kind of, if we if that doesn't happen, then we missed summer in my family. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of where we're at right now. We finally got the, the sprinklers up and running. And so, yeah, all kinds of good stuff in my backyard. And we get to start grilling, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very mm-hmm. good. Well, now, um, in a couple of weeks, I know I have um, a little trip that I'm taking with my son. We're going to family camp. Uh, end of June, there's going to be a family camp in Mount Carmel at Alexandria, and I get to be the guest preacher and the teacher is going to be Steve King from um, the the editor-in-chief of Sola Publishing. So he's an old an old uh, troublemaker friend of mine from way back. We were comrades in arms in the same synod in Southwestern Minnesota Synod. And and uh, now we're going to go and, and hang out in Martin Carmel for a week. So oh, um, nice. And if I'm correct on this, you are also going to be going and, and being part of, is it Lake Oco...
1: The okay. Lutheran Bible Camp at uh, Lake Okoboji in the, uh, the, 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 the little Wonder of the Spirit Lakes area of, of Iowa. Yeah, it's a great time there. Um, uh, both of them put on really uh, 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 different but fantastic uh, family camps. They both do a great job.
0: And is that what you're going to as a family camp?
1: I will be speaking at the family camp. That's correct. That is correct. I've been speaking at that family camp since 1995. You do the math because I'm not good at math.
2: Uh, That'll be 27 years. Because that's that's your year I was born, Paul. There you go. (laughs) I
1: I was speaking there. Uh, Ian was in utero when we uh, first went there. And uh, so that should have figured that one out too. Yes. So he was born the next year. But uh, uh, so 1995 is when I uh, first spoke there and have, have been going back every other year since. So I've, I've been speaking there for a long time. And uh, also at, at, at uh, I've spoke at, uh, at, at Mount, Mount Carmel? Carmel. Yeah, absolutely. So so this
0: is my first experience with Mount Carmel. Yep. And um, I don't, do I come up with my own, how does this work? Do you come up with, with what you're going to talk about? Or do they say, we want you to talk about this, this, and this?
1: Well, you know, this is going to sound really snotty. Uh-huh. <laughs> but because i have sufficient time and grade uh and, and, and miles on the odometer i come up with what i want to talk about uh, <laughs> but but for the most part they do provide <laughs> you with uh things that they say this is the theme that we've been working for and and it's amazing how much the staff works hard to get their themes together and then when someone like me comes along and pretty <laughs> much comes up with my own theme just
0: torpedoes this, the this, whole this thing is how yep. i'm doing <laughs> it
1: you know the, the, this <laughs> Oddly enough, they've kept asking me back since 1995. So uh, I, I don't know why that's the case. But yeah, but the answer is they will often have themes, and uh, you're supposed to sort of uh, fit fit the theme there. And uh, yeah.
0: in your case, do they call you in advance to say
1: what are no, where they, are you going? <laughs> what so they, they can, feel like in 27, they, 27 years they know better they, than they, that? They just know better. <laughs> they they do know better. They're
3: just like so. This is the theme. Don't worry about Paul stuff. Yep. <laughs> it's not gonna fit, <laughs> but it's fine.
1: That, 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 see, you got it right there. It's just absolutely <laughs> perfect. So what
0: I hear you Go. saying is, I need to build trust that I can actually pull my weight. That's correct. And That's correct. then, then
1: yes, it'll be my day. That that is correct. This is. I see. Uh, to 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 your, use your lingo, this is most certainly true.
0: Ah, it is meat right and salutary. That oh, was
1: wonderful. Thought I'd throw him that one, just, <laughs> just like a, a piece of red meat to a tiger. Uh, you, you just kind of know where it's going
0: to go. <laughs> well, we are coming to um, the end of one sermon series and the start of another. But there's kind of this meta narrative that's been going over the whole thing. Um, you know, we're going to be going in, in talking about this this book as kind of a, a resource, and we're inviting the congregation to pick up copies. It's called confronting Christianity, 12 hard questions for the world's largest religion by Rebecca McLaughlin. And I was just wondering, Paul, um, Mm -hmm. could you walk us through where we have been and where we're going and where the idea came from to say, you know, this is what the Holy Spirit's putting on my heart that, that we need to go to in the next.
1: We can do that. Yeah, we can do that. Um, this has been an interesting, uh, time, uh, uh, Believe it or not, um, of course, you would believe it because you geek out on stuff like this. Of course I do. This has been a uh, a season of uh, uh, preaching about uh, what is commonly called um, systematic theology. Only the problem is, is no one's common enough to call it systematic theology. It's pretty arcane sort of stuff. And when you're talking about preaching arcane stuff, uh, you know, that's kind of hard to do because people will kind of zone out on you pretty quick. So what you have to do is you have to say, okay, let's call it, uh, let's look at it differently. And so uh, um, theology in general, talking about God in general. God talk. God talk. um, um, Some people can get very excited about it and others can't. Uh, So how do you sort of have that intersection of where people will appreciate what this God talk is going to be about. And you try to come up with a metaphor, and the metaphor that I've used thus far is mostly automotive. But uh, there are um, several sort of ways of understanding talking about God. Uh, the first way of talking about it is they're, they're based on three questions. Um, uh, what are we to believe about God? You know mm-hmm. what? 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 What are we to believe about God? And uh, that is the realm of dogmatic theology. Now, the word dogma is about as dirty a word. I mean, I dare <laughs> not say it on uh, uh, in, in a recorded setting because, and also mixed company here. I recognize that, and and people might think that I'm I'm saying awful, obscene things because dogma is uh, fallen out of favor. Yeah, it is uh, it, it, because dogma talks about truth, and uh, uh, and on top of that objective truth and on top of that biblical objective truth. Uh, so people kind of get nervous about that. So we uh, started out by uh, talking about dogma, about what we believe about God as. Uh, That's what I like about God. That was the Trinity. And then uh, we had uh, life realignment, and that was about uh, uh, how, uh, what, how we believe about what life is like and so forth with regard to uh, the, the various and sundry uh, topics that we went through. And uh, so that was dogmatics. Um, I, I'm sure this is going to ruin everybody. The, the next uh, t- question that you ask is you know, this is, what are we to believe about God? Uh, the next question is, uh, how were then we to live? Uh, and that's called ethics. Um, uh, ethics talks about how we live in light of the fact that we are children of God and uh, how do children of God live? Uh, well, The the problem is is that uh, we don't live very well. Um, That's 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 the that's the issue. And normally, uh, um, (laughs) the the, normally ethics. This is why guys like DJ over there, who's really hyper Lutheran, uh, don't like ethics because (laughs) I I, I prefer
0: super Lutheran, but uh, (laughs) hyper Lutheran. Hyper Lutheran just makes me seem like I'm.
1: well, and butthead. Per, 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 pretty, pretty true. Pretty true. Uh, but, but, uh, uh th- they get nervous because there's a shouldness, there's an oughtness that goes with ethics. This is what you ought to do. This is how you ought to live mm-hmm. and, and so forth. I approach it a little bit differently about here is how people see us and how we're living. And does that really look good on you? You know, I, I, I like wearing, um, uh, 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 oxford shirts with better button downs i got one on it's tattersall even that's kind of cool you know as i said i i i, I, I don't look good and skinny jeans don't look good on me they just, it just it's not a good look and so we talked about seven topics about how christians behave that don't look good on them and so it's sort of a different way of looking at the question of ethics, because there are ways that just, it just does, it's not a good look right there. It just really isn't. And we should reconsider that. And that was called uh, attitude overhaul, not attitude adjustment, because there was no adjusting that attitude. It, it, and, and that's kind of the ethics of it. Um, but again, as I said, Lutherans, uh, uh, well, especially my my dear friend DJ, they absolutely, you know, they they go crazy over dogmatics, and they fight, and they get ugly, and they and they love, and they just, as I said, everything is about dogmatics, uh, and and ethics is because it's got that horrible word "ought" in it or "should," <laughs> uh, and, and it just sort of sounds like the law, or or possibly. A use of the law that they don't like.
0: right, yes, right, exactly. I, I, I will the, the, speak to this uh, psychologically. This yes. is a, this is a Scandinavian trait. Yes. If you tell us we have to do something, mm-hmm. we will bite our bottom lip and cross our arms and refuse to move. <laughs> if you ask us nicely, we'll give you the shirt off our back. <laughs> so. <laughs> too real
1: <laughs> no I, see the, the, that that's only partially true only the first part's true uh, yeah, uh, only the first part is true absolutely uh, be, because there's some oughtness there that's not being taken care of uh, uh the, ne- the next the uh, next uh, 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 you know realm of theology is called apologetics of which lutherans are absolutely i'm going to say ignorant about Mm that. This is just not something Lutherans talk about. And that's how are we to respond. If this is how we're to believe, this is what we're to believe about God. And this is how we're to live about God. And again, to get get kind of ornery and fight about that, respond, respond to who? Mm -hmm. Are there unsaved people in the world? Well, why don't we just go out and baptize them all, and, and then just hose them down, and then they'll won't we'll have to worry about all this. Or, or why don't we just go out there and and show them that we're Christians by how we live our lives, and and that will be fine. And every, and this is um, why
0: I always keep um, holy water and super soakers in the back of my car.
1: You know, I'm I'm glad to hear that. But way but, more effective. But but they're but it's just but, a drive by <laughs> baptizing. Drive by baptism. Yeah. yeah. Oh no you know, we've been accused of worse. Uh, <laughs> there, there, there are people who actually, you know, get upset at the fact that we have virtual communion and just the word virtual communion bothers people saying it that way too. So uh, it, I, I, I was, I'm was i sure to have offended everybody by, by calling it <laughs> virtual communion. Those people who don't believe it's communion and those people who don't believe we should use the word virtual, that it's actually real. So. Well,
0: luckily for us here at Atonement, we never practiced virtual communion. We practiced communion online see, see what I, see what I and mean. it
1: was actually happening and the, 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 in the and, event. And the argument goes and off, <laughs> off to the races we go. I, I said this, I said that, and then I'll get my fine friends from the, uh, the, the, the Lutheran. I can't say friends cause I actually don't have any friends in the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. I got one. Oh, friend. you got one. You I, got, I got one. one. I got one friend. We yeah, know who he is. Yeah, we know who he is, but, uh, but, uh, uh, they would, be, of course, object strenuously sure. that, that it's communion at all. Uh, so. The other side too. Yeah,
0: the both both the the conservative and the liberal wings of the Lutheran Church really mm-hmm. had a problem with communion online. Yeah,
1: I, they, they they did. They lost their minds. But anyway, back to this business about uh, 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 arguing about dogmatics. Lutherans love that. They not so great on ethics, but there's some good ethical types out there. Dietrich Bonhoeffer, imagine that. Yep. Uh, and but uh, uh, apologetics. Name an, a Lutheran apologist. Name somebody who really understands how we respond to a society that basically is going to say, no, I'm not so keen on how you live. And you got to prove to me the stuff you believe. So what, what's your answer? And so this is the thing, because the fact of the matter is, you know, we we talk about, uh, uh, well, we'll just uh, say here's what the truth is, and they'll say, wait a minute, not so fast. Or they'll know where Christians buy our love. and Wait a minute, not so fast, because your love's not all that great. It's about judgmental, it's imp- critical it's uh it, it, it uh, has it's combative it's on and on all that sort of yeah. stuff so the question is what's a good book uh, to talk about uh, that and this book right here that you have before us uh, is uh, called uh, confronting christianity by rebecca mclaughlin it's a dandy of a book that talks about this very topic 12 topics about uh how the world confronts christianity and how do we respond to that? And that's the, uh, the, the venue of apologetics. And uh, so, uh, so that there are the three uh, main uh, uh, departments of systematic theology, dogmatics, what we're to believe. They're all questions, uh, you know, what do we believe about God? That's that's not such a dumb question. I mean, lots of people want to know what they believe about God. I mean, there people believe a lot of things about God. So what do we believe about God? Number two is how are we to live in light of the fact that we what we believe about God? And number three, the question is uh, how do we respond to people in light of what we believe about God and how we live our lives? So there you go.
0: You know, um, I'm just going to share some of these, but I, I, but I, for folks listening, I want you to know that, that uh, We've been in this kind of meta meta narrative, this this saga, I guess, um, since the beginning of of twenty twenty two. I, I mean, believe it started.
1: Not, I believe it's not Sega. Sega. Oh, no, no. I'm sorry. That's, that's, that's well, little, then I get to be Sonic if fashion. I'm if I'm a hyper luth. That's Luthor, wrong. Well, no,
0: it be Sega.
1: See, I'm talking, from my gender, from one of my kids. Sega.
0: <laughs> but it started um, the begin in January, and and we've been moving through these. And w- was there something going on? in in your preparation because you you prepare the sermon series yep. that you just said we need to talk about this we stuff do. now
1: we do and, and and the thing that's going on is is that well two things um well two ways of looking at the same thing the the, the same phenomena is is that uh uh when people do uh surveys uh, various and other organizations will do surveys about people's faith and and values and how faith and society meet in the public square uh People in the church have been alarmed, some have, not. some others are just oblivious, uh, by the fact that uh, uh, fewer and fewer people are uh, identifying as people of faith, of any kind of faith. Uh, And that includes uh, right here in Cass County and Clay County across the river, uh, that uh, uh, there is this significant uh, drop in the number of folks who claim to be people of faith. Now, I take that to be one of two things uh it is it is either true that, I mean well, it's true, as I said, it's not people aren't lying. Um, it's true that people are becoming less interested in matters of faith and God. or people are becoming freer to admit it. Mm. And I think it might be a little bit of both that well, I'll give you an example because he's not here to defend himself.
0: Uh, You may be looking over your shoulder just so you know. No, no, he's not. not Uh, It's it's the guy down
1: the hall from me. Oh, okay. Uh, You know, the the guy that that sees everything in terms of Star Wars. Right. Uh, Absolutely. That guy. Uh, uh, You know, it's the other, the the science fiction that's not fiction, uh, as opposed to, uh, you know, Star Wars, which tends to sort of say, oh, gosh. Uh, uh, The other science fiction franchise, Star Trek, when it came out in nineteen sixty six, uh, Gene Roddenberry, who's who's behind it, is you know was never shy about telling people he was an atheist. Although every now and then, uh, and, and it wasn't so not every now and then, you would see some religiously or even biblically themed episodes of the original series of Star Trek. In, um, uh in the 1980s, late 1980s, when uh, Next Generation came out, you didn't see that anymore. It was gone, as I said. I mean, it was a pure, uh, you know, humanism and, uh, you know, progressive humanism. I mean, every day and every way, we're getting better and better. And we had kind of eliminated religion and all that sort of stuff. And I, I, I don't think that Gene Roddenberry had sort of you know, all of a sudden had a revelation about his atheism. I just think that maybe he was freer to share it in 1987 than he was in 1966. Sure. So I think that that might have something to do with those numbers. But in any case, those are some pretty stout numbers. Our job as people of faith, our job as people who uh, are of the Great Commission to advance God's kingdom, uh, our job as uh, uh, followers of Jesus, uh, we're to. Sp- spread the gospel. I mean, that's, that's the point. Uh, and if, if that's the case, uh, uh, we've been sitting on our duff too long. We, we need to get, hit the throttle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so part of that if, is that uh, we have a church that needs to understand in its simplest terms, what is it that we believe? How are we behaving that's not necessarily, doesn't look all that good? I mean, as I said, maybe we need to updo- update our wardrobe a little bit. Uh, uh, again, I will not wear uh, skinny jeans. There was one guy out there, who was complaining about the fact that I wear the same? He said yellow, the same gold sweater throughout. For crying out loud, get the clue! It's gold, the number one, and it's the season of Easter. For pity's sake, come on, wake up out there! Didn't you
0: talk about one of the uh, um, indignant? Indignant. Uh, you, yes. you, you, you came off a little indignant. Did there, I come Paul? off
1: indignant? Well, yeah. A little okay. combative. A little combative. I'm combative. combative. Oh, I'm, I'm combative. That's, that's, you know, meet me at the bike rack. Five minutes. Don't bring your old man. Uh, you know. There you go. Absolutely. It's true. Well, <laughs> it, 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 well that's that's so basically the the the, the <laughs> genesis of the series is, is is that church we need to get busy and but if we're going to get busy we need to a recognize what is it that we believe? B what is it that looks not all that great on us? And, and and C, you know, what are the questions people are really asking about God and and the church and so forth? And do we have a response to them? So there you go. Yeah.
0: Now, if you're if you're if you thought, wow, I've been going to church here or I've, I've listened to some messages, I didn't realize it was all connected. If you go back to January 2nd mm-hmm. and listen just to the messages on YouTube, they build on each other one after another mm-hmm. leading right up until uh, uh, this upcoming Sunday where we kind of jump into, you know, we don't go into the lectionary a lot, nope. but there's certain times that, that you're like, you know what, it's important that we go here. Christmas, yep. Easter, Holy Week. Holy Trinity Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, talking about, talking about dogma or doctrine. It's the only Sunday mm-hmm. that is dedicated in in the church year to theology. Because mm-hmm. you're not going to find Holy Trinity in the Bible. You have mm-hmm. images of the Triune God in in the Word of God. That's why we believe it. But mm-hmm. not the doctrine itself. And, and that brings another question I want to ask you about. Because I always get those mixed up. The difference between dogma and doctrine. Is there much, if any, difference between? Yeah. It's just two words that mean yep. basically the same thing. Yep. Correct. The teaching of the church or the teaching yep. of the Bible.
1: And one's more friendly to those people in the canine church.
0: The, can- <laughs> <laughs> what?
1: the canine church to my left over here.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: As opposed to the feline church As that a, Paul would prefer. Well, you
1: know, there is no feline church because cats are not mentioned in the Bible. <laughs> for uh, a reason. <laughs> well, it, it, it is for a reason, but you you do need to understand that every mentioning of dogs in the Bible is not a positive one. You do need to understand that. It's not a good thing. <laughs>
0: Well, hold on. Now, Caleb is lifted up by Moses as someone who's, who's great in the eyes of the Lord. His name
1: does mean. It means dog, but you need to understand that that is a, um, uh, an irony. Yes. You you do understand what (laughs) irony means, don't you? As I said, he also is also a non-Israelite, by the way, just to let you know that too, that uh, he, 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 even though he's kind of been adopted in, and I'm sure somebody made some rather slanderous uh, 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 racist comment about that. And uh, hence the name Caleb. So. Uh, You you never know. It's just a thought. It's just a thought. (laughs) And yet,
0: just like everyone else, the dog was allowed into the, the land of promise.
1: Not at my house. Paul, well,
3: I don't know if you know this.
0: There are two great movies called All Dogs Go to Heaven
2: and
1: All they Dogs Go to Fantastic. Heaven 2. Well, I'm pretty know.
3: sure there was even like a cartoon
1: I, I'm on con- TV. I, I know there was. I, and again, you know, but heresies everywhere. You just need to understand it.
0: There was only two from that generation allowed into the promised land. It was Caleb and he was brought in by his friend, Joshua, mm-hmm. and what does Joshua means? It means salvation. Could this be an image of Christ? I think it is.
1: Uh, yes, that. It, Thus, all
0: dogs go to heaven.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Next. Yeah.
3: All right. Well, I mean, it, they're super cute movies. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, there's the. But you that.
1: know, you know, when, when someone says something super cute, I says yes. But then again, so are baby pigs, and uh, so.
3: <laughs> there's no winning.
1: No, nope. no, now, Dana, you need you, to you understand that they're old age and treachery. That's what that's what you have sitting to your right. Old age and treachery, uh, and 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 many many experiences. Plus, you know, I, I oftentimes find myself opening my mouth and my father falling out. There. And and nobody was better at witty repartee than Sergeant Cross. So anyway. Um,
0: so we began with with three messages on yep. on God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, and mm-hmm. then we moved uh, after a, a refresher on on the state of atonement to uh, the life series: sacred mm-hmm. life, broken life, justified life, renewed life. Mm-hmm. Following that series, we had the life support series, and then it was Easter. Mm-hmm. And after Easter, we began the attitude. Overhaul series. Correct. That's just finishing up. We're going to have Holy Trinity Sunday this upcoming Sunday where we get to say everyone's favorite creed once a year. It's so much fun. The Athanasian
1: Creed. If you
0: don't believe in the Holy Trinity by the time you get done reading that bad boy, you're going to be convinced.
1: Or not. Or, or not. <laughs> or
0: not. <It's> like-
1: <laughs> My favorite line in it is, we'll doubtlessly perish. That's right. <laughs> it's in there.
0: But when we get into the Confronting Christianity series, I want to share some of these titles because I, I think, I really hope that people get hear the word out there because these are a lot of the things that I think a lot of Christians wonder about. How do I speak to this? Or I've wondered about this and it's it's brought me to question my faith. And I think the point with the book that Rebecca McLaughlin talks about is that it's important for Christians, and you mentioned this about understanding apologetics, it's important for Christians to to think about and ponder what it is that we believe and it's actually, uh, I just got re- done reading one chapter where she talks about, it's, it's more respectful to rather than say to your friends who aren't Christians that um, uh, our opinions are equal, but to actually question their beliefs because you care about them and because you respect them. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the mm-hmm. first one is, aren't we better off without religion? The second topic is, doesn't Chris, does not Christianity crush diversity? Uh, then we go on to, how can you say there is only one true faith? Then doesn't religion hinder morality? Then doesn't religion cause violence? Hasn't science disproved Christianity? These are just great. <clears throat> does the Bi- uh, Does not the Bible denigrate women? It's that, that negative question that always kind of throws me there. Uh, is not Christianity homophobic? How could a loving God allow suffering? how could a loving God send people to hell? So I'm really excited about, about what's going to be happening this summer from, from the pulpit, uh, from the word of God.
1: That's because you get to preach more.
0: I That is a big part of it. <laughs> <laughs> I do love to hear myself talk, Paul. <laughs> you know, He's got a podcast. Well, welcome that to the the that's right. Welcome and he can replay it anytime on YouTube. <laughs> I just, I just think that, um, going back to what you said before, it seems like this really is the season for Christians to um, lovingly, but honestly, not be ashamed to share what it is that we believe and to recognize where it fits within the wider world's viewpoints.
1: No short of a uh, no shortage of opportunity. Right. No Even here in
0: Fargo, North Dakota.
1: In Fargo, North Dakota, yes, absolutely. There, Wonderful. There, yeah. Well, I'm. Well, let's get to it. Let's get to it. Actually, to, to be to be entirely honest, as opposed to having a pastor that's not entirely
0: <laughs> honest, lie to me. Come on, <laughs> lie to me.
1: No, uh, uh, th- this this week's sermon is uh, not as much about uh, the Trinity. I mean, it, it, we'll mention it as it is about the Great Commission mm-hmm. uh, and uh, the time to hit the throttle, mm-hmm. uh, uh, because uh, we do need to hit the throttle. As I said, that's the big big, big deal. And, and, and it is about uh, that whole notion of, uh, because in the Great Commission there's that ama- amazing word that kind of bounds uh, the, the, the story of nar- the narrative of Matthew's gospel, uh, even though the, the verb in um, the Great Commission is make disciples. But the first uh, uh, infinitive describing that is go. Uh, uh, the, the word go, interestingly enough, uh, forms a book in effect in the Matthew's gospel. Um, (laughs) Herod tells the wise men to go, same word, and there are different words for go in in Greek, Uh, same word though, to go and find out and search out the child who's to be king, to go search him out. And then at the end, the child who's now a man tells his followers to go and take that message to the world. So Mm an interesting thing about going. People aren't good about going though. They're really not. People are good about staying put. Yeah, People like to stay put because of uh, something that's potentially antithetical to the gospel, and that's comfort. Mm-hmm. We love our comfort. And the gospel can make us uncomfortable, first of all, but the call to share the gospel can make us even more uncomfortable. And uh, But the importance of going is uh, a pretty critical thing, and that's really more of the message that we're going to be talking about, that, uh, that import of, uh, okay, You've got the equipment. You've got all the stuff. You, you know, we do have an immense amount of cool stuff here. You know that, mm-hmm. don't you? I mean, look, look at the, the 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 embarrassment of riches in terms of of stuff and and great people. And I am pointing to my left, great people, because we got some great people. And to my right, we <laughs> oh, thank you,
0: people. you included yes. me in that one too. <laughs> oh, no,
1: no, 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 as I said, You know, um, he first
0: uh, pointed to Dana and Sarah. I was like, yeah. to my left, great well, people. Well, you know, I mean,
1: uh, Sarah's a sweetheart. I got, I, 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 it killed me to say that. As I said, it's very. It's painful. Uh-uh. But I mean, uh, Sarah, 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 what was employed here, but still, uh, then, then got employed elsewhere. But uh, she's, she says, I'm, gonna, I'm going to go, and she does what she does elsewhere now. But also, she comes back on a weekly basis, uh, pretty weekly. I mean, yeah, yeah not depends w- on what Ryan yeah, schedules.
2: It, you know, W
1: E A K L. Oh no, uh, no, she does. I- <laughs> Got that, Vern? Know what I mean, Vern? Latin, Vern, language of your Caesars. Uh, no, but I mean, I, I, I think that's kind of neat that she's got the heart to continue to do this, and that's 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 pretty special. And 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 Dana here was was uh, a, a, a friend of hers from time gone by, and then kind of uh, said, "I got a person that knows that knows uh, what which I think she'd be great in the job, and she is." So we've got uh, we got an embarrassment of riches there it here. Is. Uh, so, uh, the, but the idea is not to sit and say, "Gosh, you know this thing is." I, I once interviewed at a church, and uh, I kind of got the impression they had everything. They had every bell, they had every whistle, they had they had it all, and they were going to basically say, uh, "Pastor, uh, we want you to come here and 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 treat it like this. This is this is this is the nicest." sports car you will ever see this is this is mm-hmm. a gt car this is this is a grand touring car it's beautiful it's expensive don't drive it just polish it mm-hmm. keep it shiny looking and that's not the gospel mm-hmm. and there are plenty of churches like that that just want to keep things looking shiny and looking nice but the thing is is that we've got a lot that's going on here we've got a lot of good stuff we're in a great position uh, hitting the throttle is a pretty good idea, yeah. and the idea is is for everybody, to hit the throttle. Uh, it's uh, uh, there's not much excuse not to. So it's more about that uh, yeah. uh, than it is about the other thing. So uh, I don't, I don't want it to th- people to th- think, well, gosh, he's already talked about the Trinity once this year in three different <laughs> sermons. So why do I need to come hear him say that again? Uh, but I won't. What? Let me put it like this: What I say to you uh, this Sunday uh, may kind of. Uh, Shake you to your core, so mm-hmm. uh, you never know. Um, absolutely, so be that as it may. You, you want to at least be paying it, listening. So uh, be that as. There you go. And
0: alongside that, you get the Athanasian Creed. You I get mean, the Athanasian. Come but but it, but it,
1: also, yeah, yeah, it that's, all, yeah That's
0: that's your pound of flesh to stand up and say that for you know however long it is. It is
1: it's. it's
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, when I, you, I had I had a
1: pastoral intern one time. Who gave me uh, as a going away present uh, 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 when she was finished with her internship a book of Athanasius? There could not be a more ornery person oh, yeah. within Christendom than Athanasius. You talk about a guy that just really knew how to tick people off. Oh, he's great. I mean, he he was he was a master at it. He really was. But uh, I course, thi- I
0: think he was excommunicated twice, if I remember um, right.
1: I'm probably more times. <laughs> the than first that. time not <laughs> sticker. <or? laughs> no, more times than that. More times than that. So. So it kept case. coming back. He's yep. like a, like
0: a rash yeah. just won't go away. <laughs> yeah. And he's stuck long term. I, I I hear what you're saying too about the issue of comfortability. What I have found in my limited experience um in being a pastor yeah. that when you're called to share the gospel when when you hear that call to go, yep. there's going to be a sacrifice. Yes, there is. Because your whole world gets turned upside yes, down. Yes, it does. Um and so, but you know what, um, at least from, from my own personal experience, every time that I have truly heard that go and have gone, God has blessed the journey.
1: Amen. Uh, uh, someone wrote a book, uh, The Journey is a Reward. I don't know who that mm. was, but anyway, someone someone did. <laughs> Somebody did. Somebody did. Somebody did.
3: Well, I thought we were going to make a reference to Dr. Seuss for a minute. I was like, this is going to be weird now. No, 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 no.
1: <laughs> One
0: fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish?
1: The places <laughs> you go. Oh, the places you go. You know, can I tell you something? I really like that book. The, oh, the places you go, and but my kids were kind of of a generation that when they were graduating, it was corny and old hat. But it's coming back again. I went to at least two graduations where oh, the places you go were, were, was the guest book, and you are supposed to sign pages of it. So mm-hmm. I went to. So it, it, it's it's experiencing a renaissance. <laughs> uh, renaissance.
0: <clears throat> it all comes back. Yes,
1: it does. But no, I, I do like the book. As I said, I think oh, the places you'll go. It's it's a it is. Uh, by the way, Theodor Geisel uh, 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 raised as a Lutheran. I don't know if he wound up there, but uh, uh, the Doctor Seuss was uh, raised as a Lutheran. Uh, there there are a couple of there's actually quite a rogues gallery of former Lutherans out there of the 20th century. So, um,
0: in the in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, especially.
1: Oh well, yeah. Well, of course, the guy that. Uh, 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 found an Apple computer, was a former Lutheran. Uh, and uh, uh, the guy, you know, too bad Ryan's not here because we could talk about whether Die Hard's a Christmas movie or not. But Bruce Willis, another former Lutheran. Oh, yeah. He uh, so, learned the small catechism. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So there, they're, and, and of course, Dr. Se- I don't know if Dr. Seuss was former or not, but nevertheless, but he he at least was raised that. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So But again, stuff, why, why do I have a list of people who are former Lutherans? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well
0: uh we want you if you if you would like to read along with this sermon series and, and kind of have the the book that we're working off of as pastors it's called confronting christianity by rebecca mclaughlin mm-hmm. uh i think we have a link to it that you can get on amazon do we have that
3: mm-hmm. i mean we can we can find it i i don't we know can. where to put it it's, it's I... dana's
0: birthday today so i'm not going to make it work today but um
3: <laughs> but I, I can put it somewhere
0: that uh uh You can go to Amazon. You can get this book at Amazon. I'd check back Mm -hmm. at atonement.live. There may be a link that you can just click on at uh, atonement.live. It'll take you right
2: to... We'll put the title in the show notes. And by we, I mean
0: Ryan.
3: (laughs) 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 Who's not here. We'll make him do it.
1: Or as as my dad was fond of saying, we killed a bear. Paw shot him. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Well, now, uh, one thing that we've been doing that I want to share with you too, Pastor Cross, is these kind of deep... Thoughts, questions, um, uh, but yeah, not that kind of deep thoughts from from Saturday Night Live. But you know, it, go, it ties into kind of what you were talking about at the beginning about this increase in the number of nuns. Part of it is worldviews have been changing so much in the last 20, 30 years. We have a whole generation that's been raised with a worldview that is sectarian primarily, and if it's Christian, it's on the um, on the edges, almost like a wallpaper rather than the driving worldview. <clears throat> and so here's some of these questions that we've been asking. Uh wanna ask you this, but we'll start with um Sarah and Dana just to give us your two cents first. Uh it's what about a, one cent? It's a, I or one cent, one cent. Two bits. Um it's a it's like a four part question. So I'll just ask each question as, at, at a moment, and then you just give me your honest answer of what you think. And oh saying I don't know works just fine too. Honest answer. Here's the first. Give me a dishonest answer. That's that's what I'm hoping. <laughs> that's for. That's what I'm better at. Good. Uh, it's it's the second question. It says, "What does it mean to be alive?" What do you think, Sarah? I, I would say probably somebody's you know
2: you, you're having thoughts. You have a heartbeat or you, you're breathing, bodily functions. Yeah. yeah. Type. I I did. <laughs>
1: I, I had you know, <laughs> Don't ever say that to a junior high boy.
2: <laughs> I just did.
0: <laughs> One of my most influential teachers, Stephen Paulson, said death really is not being able to do anything. That's what death is. Mm-hmm. So what you're saying is the opposite of that yeah. is yeah. what it means being to live. Being able be alive. to do stuff. That's
2: Being able to alive. do stuff.
0: <laughs>
2: oh, <God. Yeah. laughs>
1: What do you, you think, Dan? We, we had quite a talk about uh, uh, what was it, uh, jo, uh, Joshua fifteen eighteen in, in staff this yes. week about bodily function. Yes. So in the revised standard version, but I really you got to read. You it. You got read. You have to read that one in the revised standard version, or, or Judges one fourteen. The You need.
0: You need. Version. You need to explain this to the to the listeners. No, but, I will not. No, I
1: will not. I will not. I will not. <laughs> they need to go to Joshua uh, fifteen eighteen or Judges four uh, 14 and and read in the revised. Standard. Not the new revised standard version, not the ESV, not the King James, but the Revised Standard. They have to do that, and that's what I was thinking about bodily functions. So, <laughs> and explaining things to a junior high boy. So,
0: but <laughs> then they need, they, don't they need to get a very rare?
1: Oh, the the the, the new English Bible. Also, yes. then first first look at. The Revised Standard. Then look at the New English Bible. Uh, it is, uh, uh, again, a very British version, but you need to do both of those, yes. And, and you will have a, a wonderful time. Uh, but this is the task. If you want to laugh at that, you need to do the work, and I'm not doing the work for you.
0: <laughs> so once you hear the funny...
1: Send us a, a message. Let yeah. us know that you you got the joke. Yeah, let us know you got the joke. Absolutely, because there's no there's no there's no there's no, there's no missing the joke once you see it. Uh, 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 yeah, none.
0: So, Dana, would you say, what, what what do you say? What does it mean to be alive?
3: Uh, thoughts. 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 Yep. The brain mm-hmm. is functioning. Nice. I also nice. thought of the song by Sia, "Alive." So, I mean, you know. And what does the song by
0: Sia it. Alive say?
3: Uh, It's just like she's singing that she's alive, and it's just like she belts alive for a really long time, and that's the first thing that came to mind. So, I mean, gotcha. thoughts. Yep.
0: <laughs> there you go. The, wor- the word alive yeah. used in the song. <laughs> well, there used to be a, there was a band called P.O.D. It was a Christian band back in the day, and they, they had a song called Alive, and they would say, I'm so alive. They were tying it to New Life in Jesus, but... To be alive. What do you think, Paul? What does it mean to be alive?
1: I don't like that question. I didn't think you did. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want these other they're better questions here. I'm getting I'm getting the turkey questions. <laughs> All right. Well let's let's wait.
3: Which t- one do you want?
1: I'm I'm you know, um uh what are rights there we've they're, already done, done that one. They're, yeah, they're okay. Uh what are your goals in life? Uh, that's kind of a neat one for a guy that's gonna be 68 this month. Um uh well, my goals in life. Uh define what it means to be a person. Uh uh, define what it means to be a man and what a woman I and mean, what a big discussion there who cares no i care uh, uh <laughs> just being grumpy uh and grouchy combative uh, what comba- yeah. oh I'm, am i ever have, being combative
2: we have oscar the grouch on this week right, yes, essentially indeed.
1: <laughs> yes <laughs> the theology of oscar the grouch <laughs> yeah ding dong you're wrong <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's there. That, there you go. That's Oscar the Grouch theology. Well, right you know there.
0: what? I'm I'm going to put you on the spot because I want to hear your dogma on this. So we'll go past what does it mean to be alive, but the rest of the question is: What I'll is like, the soul? What is the soul? And are you made up of body, mind, and soul? Are and you, then rank each by their importance and explain why.
1: All right. The well, you know, of course, there's a, the the tripartite person is a, a very Greek understanding of things, and if you're going to talk to people who are uh greek understanding yeah you're going to talk like that but if you're going to talk to people who think of uh, a, 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 a unity of the person that the, you it wherein it would be silly to speak of a body mind and soul because they're all the same thing they're mm-hmm. all they're all talking about who we are as a person because there's a question down there about person i like that one I better but uh the uh, it's 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 silly to talk about such things in that regard. Uh, so the, the the real question is who are you talking to? I mean, uh, uh, who 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 are you trying to get this idea of being alive across to? Uh, uh, what does human life? I like you know your answer. You have thoughts. You, you have, I yeah. like that. That's that's a good answer. That you have thoughts. That that uh, uh, you're a, a sentient being. Uh, that has something to do with that. But then again, dogs are not sentient beings uh, dogs, you know, they dream. Yeah. I know they dream, but you know, are they sentient?
0: My, my dog smiles at me a
1: lot. I, mean, I have a golden met, retriever. Like,
3: if you met my dog, you
1: know. I, I've I've seen your dog. Your dog's adorable, but he's a dog. He's, he's, it, he's
3: adorable. And he, and he's,
1: he has an, he, an, he, an attitude of a person. He, <laughs> he really sm- does. I bet he smells like a dog. <laughs> I bet he does. And yes. I bet, and I bet if you, if, if he's been outside in a puddle, I bet he smells <laughs> like a wet dog. Um, uh,
3: luckily my dog doesn't like water so oh, well. yeah well that's good because he's
1: he probably still been, and he probably doesn't brush his teeth either that's uh, true so, yeah. I have to do it for him so but but I know I'm just being real extra grumpy today I I have reason for extra grumpy but we don't need to go into that uh, uh, but What is if you know as I said body mind and soul uh, again they're all the same thing they really are they they comprise who we are to to do this is to because what's going to happen is that you're going to have people that want to extricate soul out of body and mind uh, and that's just plain wrong I I once heard a psych psychiatrist or psychologist. I can't remember which one it was, but say that the, uh, that the soul has nothing to do with psychology, <laughs> which of course is hilariously funny because the word psuche, uh, which means soul in Greek is where the word psychology comes from. Right. So I just found that to be em- eminently amusing. Yes. Um, nevertheless, um, um you know, uh, they all make up who we are. I mean, let's, let's talk about this a little bit. Um, uh, body, mind, and soul. Uh, you know, I, I have a, a, a granddaughter that has a a, a a genetic uh disability or whatever you want to call it, whatever term you want to use. I, the terms always change, and and you know, Harlow is just a, just a special little girl to me, and I just love her, love her to death. Uh, but the thing is, is that you know that that some genetic things can happen and someone can have a, a child that has a real mess on their hands and can be a particular problem. Uh, uh but that doesn't make them any less lovable. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, because somehow there has been some sort of genetic situation where, uh, their, their body's not the same as everybody else's. Uh, what you might call it, if you forgive the word normal, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, I mean, to me, uh, uh, they're every, is lovable. I mean, I, I think of of a, a lot of situations like that 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 you could have, and that things don't turn out that way. But so that that's why I don't like a question of of are they separate? No, they're all they're all that mm-hmm. that that a a child, and, and I'm not suggest. There are children out there that have reduced medical and human beings, not just children. They do grow up into into adults that are, have reduced mental capacity, but that doesn't make them any less lovable mm-hmm. or any less loved by God or any less, uh, loved by others. Um, there, the, that, reduced mental capacity can cause all sorts of challenges, but it doesn't make them less lovable. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's why I don't like this kind of are you uh, made up of body, mind, and soul. Yeah, I, I, you know, for the sake of convenience, for the sake of discussion, for the sake of being able to describe stuff, yeah, okay, I'll buy into that. But in terms of just who I am, I'm, I'm all of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, there is no differentiation between that. Uh, and I know people want to make a big deal about that, but I'm not one of them. I mean,
0: well, actually, I found what you say rather um, – countercultural right now because mm-hmm. what you basically said is a rejection of a separation between your thoughts and feelings and in your physical being mm-hmm. that they're they're equally of value and they're equally you yes whereas i i think that and this is more of a philosophical point than anything but i think that we're moving toward a place of transhumanism as a society because we're Like you guys, for example, I can remember a time where there was no supercomputer within arm's reach from me. Uh, I had to go, if I wanted to learn something, I had to go to this place called the library and practice something called the Dewey Decimal System. (laughs) Um, I can remember before there were computers at all. We had one computer in my school. Whereas my kids have always had a supercomputer with all of humanity's knowledge in it, all of the entertainment opportunities within arm's reach and have no concept of, of what it means to be disconnected from that. And much of their day is thought and experience through a screen. And that has a way of uh, uplifting your thoughts, your feelings, your soul at the expense of the physical so that you're being like, there's this whole theory that we're in a matrix And that none of this is actually real. And if it's not real per se, then it's nothing more than an expression of our thoughts that we are, our mind basically is who we are. And I I think what Pastor Cross has just said is fairly countercultural, although very biblical, that you can't separate the body from the soul. That was more of a Greek idea that the soul goes into heaven, the body goes into the ground. The, the Hebrew idea, and, you know, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, was that you cannot have body without breath, and breath is life, and life is the soul, and they go together. That's why we believe in the resurrection of the body, not the resurrection of the soul. Correct. Um, it's in the book. But in our society, which does come out of the Western civilization tradition, Greek and, and the Bible, I, I think there is much more of this emphasis on body, mind, and soul, and that The soul, whatever your thoughts and your feelings, is is most important over and against everything
1: else. Show of hands. How many people think that DJ should be a professor of philosophy in some college (laughs) department?
0: (laughs) Well, thank you. I read two books, and I'm fooling you really well. (laughs)
1: <laughs> no 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 you haven't you've read a lot more than two books I, I i know that i i as i said dj i i i found you out
0: well i've read some of them twice
3: <laughs> he actually just keeps reading the same two yep. books in a different dust jacket well, well
1: i i that that i do do i, I do do no i don't do do uh, come back to junior high here you do out. the yes, you do do that you do so yes, well exactly uh no i i read the same book over and over again i, I do that's true um
0: you start over again every year. I, I mean, we have a whole list. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the one. That's <laughs> the one. I feel I, like it's a rather obvious yep. one. Well, he even lets us know in advance what he's reading each day. So I get it's it. you it know, said
1: you could go to uh, uh, www.atonement.com. dot atonement. Fargo.org and then go to the uh, uh, Learn tab and then go to the Daily Discovery tab. Or you can go to Atonement.live and it's just daily, daily Discoveries right there already up and running for you. There you go.
2: And if you mash the button, it'll read it to you.
1: If you mash the button. Gosh, Sarah, you really are kind of snarky there. Aren't you? you just <laughs> mash the button. Yes,
2: well, I was going to say, you know, you could leave off the www. <laughs> I w- stupid. You also I do, don't need to do yeah, the w- HTTP. P.S. Yeah. Colon, colon backslash backslash, backslash www,
0: www. www dot. <laughs> yeah, Thank you for doing it though. I'm glad that we got yeah. that out there. I d-
2: don't know you got to do
1: that, huh? Wow. Well, back in the you know, in the ice age, we could do yeah. had to do stuff like that. You had to
2: tell the you were going to the World Wide Web well, rather than the World yeah. Narrow Web or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: As a, yeah, the word that, well that would be me narrow. I tend to be well. I'm not personally narrow, but I mean, as I said, narrow minded. I I guess you could say, but yeah, I guess I'm pretty narrow minded. Yeah. I'd say so. Well, on that note, uh,
0: well, Paul, thanks uh, so mm-hmm. much for coming on and, and joining us. Nice, uh, nice being had. We've had Ryan not on the show a few times, and it's just been horrible, so we had to bring our A game, and well, so I appreciate not, you coming on. And the,
1: you asked me to come on and bring the A game. That's that's laughable. Yeah. That's... that's, that's, that's. I'm, I'm sorry uh, well that that's that's great well you know it, it, it's always great to be, be with Sarah because I I, I kind of like I just kind of give her a jab every now
0: and then Well, that like, was the other reason too is I, I was hoping to see some yeah. sparks fly but uh, you guys yeah. are
1: pretty pretty uh, respectful to each not, other not right? respectful. Mm-hmm. Did you notice that I gave her a compliment which I have not ever done before
0: and it's on recording
2: and yeah. it's recorded. <laughs> I did
1: I mean did, did you we see this, get you that little sound This by. episode will be mysteriously
2: lost
0: And it's going <laughs> no, no it's it's going on the internet as he said it, which yep. means it'll be there forever.
2: Unless the ever. little magic card gets lost <laughs> oh. on the way to Dana's desk. I, <laughs> Not I, my desk. It oh.
3: goes to Ryan. It only has to go two feet. I have,
1: I have, I said, and I did mean it, too. I I didn't have what to did say, to be honest with you, or actually. <laughs> just or, that You just said it, it out, right. I just said it out, right, yeah. yeah. With I mean, no jab after it. With no jab. With it's no, almost uncharacteristic and, of you, and, Paul. And no strong mm-hmm. adversative beyond it, either, too. Mm-hmm. No no, no. no, no but no, however, comma mm-hmm. uh, uh, nothing of the kind, alas, or a yet, mm-hmm. um, none of those things. <laughs> none, that? just, just, just there it is, right there, uh, no conjunction, not nothing, and just right there, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs>
0: Well, we're at about an hour, so I'm going to wrap
1: things up real quick. <laughs> Dang, I was going to uh, you, go more, man. You, you heard
0: about all the good stuff that's coming up on Sunday. We we worship every Sunday, 9 and 1030, 9 o'clock Tradition mm-hmm. Service, 1030 Modern. would love to have you be there join us in person or online. Um, just turn into atonement.live, and you can worship with us in real time right every Sunday morning. Or you can come and join on YouTube. Um any time of the week, you can check out all the different content that we put together. Love to have you join us. Like and subscribe as, as Sarah says, mash that button. Who says that?
2: Paul. Oh, okay. Well, mash that button. Paul and Marjean. Mash There's those about buttons, two people.
1: We have something in common, Margine and I. Okay, boomer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, again, thank you, everybody, for joining us. I'm going to ask uh, Pastor Cross to please close us in prayer.
1: Sure. Uh, Lord, you're good to us in so many ways. Thank you for the gift of joy and uh, thought and the gift of being together. And now, Lord, as we go out into whatever is left of whatever day we might be listening to this, that you would direct and guide our path, Lord, that indeed we might live a life that's marked by grace and a marked by graciousness in those two things we find our life in you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. And on behalf of Pastor Paul Cross, Dana Mashefsky, Sarah DeYoung, I am Pastor DJ Lura, and thank you for joining us for another unputdownable episode of that podcast. I like the mix-up from Riveting.